what is up guys and thank you so much for checking out this edition of a new generation hero talk man we got a big show lined up for you guys today so last week we had disney investor day i don't think any of us thought it'd be as monumentous as it was but it ended up being a lot of news being uh, dropped by marvel studios by kevin feige in regards to some new releases some trailers some new uh, uh some new titles that we didn't even know were coming out so it, it was it was massive, um, a really massive presentation that we'll we'll uh, have to break down in, in, in length uh, today. We'll also uh, talk about some news that was broken during that uh, during that presentation about the future of Black Panther. It will not include a recasting of T'Challa following the death of Chadwick Boseman. So we'll give you guys our thoughts on that. And you know the Spider-Man three cast it just seems to be getting bigger and bigger according to some rumors. It's uh, another uh, old face. Uh, that's familiar is set to be reappearing apparently in this movie so we're going to talk about all those uh subjects this is going to be a really jam-packed show we're going to try to get in as much as we can and uh, i'm excited to do it uh with my homie so joining me and my co-host starting with sham shamari stewart uh shamari what are you looking forward to talking about today uh in regards to uh what we learned last week from that uh disney investor day uh so there's a lot of uh fun things to talk about and i feel like it's going to be Oh, I don't know how long this, the the show itself is going to be, but I feel like we're going to have some pretty interesting discussions. Yes. Um, uh, I will just say there's a there's a fantastic surprise that we got during the uh, the Disney Investor Call that's pretty exciting that we had speculated on for a long time with regards to Baymax. Uh, no, not Baymax. <laughs> with regards to um, uh, a certain family making their appearance. Yes. In the Marvel Cinematic Universe. We're not talking about the Incredibles. No, we're not talking about the Incredibles. Uh, the Incredibles three hopefully will come out soon enough. Um, but yeah, so that's that's uh, what I'm most looking forward to diving into. Um, and uh, yeah, also just a quick plug: check out Imperial Broadcast. Yeah, for the Star Wars for Star Wars version. Yeah, man. Because there was a lot of crazy Star Wars stuff, news that man. got dropped. Y'all recorded well, that yet? Discussion. I gotta listen to that. Y'all recorded that? Yeah, yeah. yeah it's our, It's out. If you're if you're oh, listening yeah. now, it's out. Listen to it. Yeah, man, check that one out, yo. Imperial Broadcast, I gotta, I gotta give a shout-out to you guys, man, because y'all do a great job. Um, yeah, man, you know, gotta get I, I thought about having you on this week, since you watched yeah, the I could, I could, Yeah, I watched the whole thing. I could have came on, but I had a busy weekend, and, um, yeah. I knew, you know, so I understood, uh, you know, you guys holding it down, as you always do. But definitely, if you guys love Star Wars, anybody listens to this podcast, definitely check out the Imperial Broadcast. It's on this very same channel, whether you find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, Stitcher, tune in, any one of them. Uh, Imperial Broadcast is, is under the New Generation Podcast Network, so uh, they usually record. When do you guys normally record? Every what? Every Friday, Saturday? Uh, we try to do it. It's after the Mandalorian, Mandalorian, right? So yeah, so like Saturday, Sunday, yeah. I guess. Yeah, Mandalorian so comes out typically Friday. in the weekend, moving into Monday. Right. Um, so you can expect it to drop by around Tuesday, Wednesday, or at the at that's at the latest. Yeah, could um, be even earlier. Could be earlier. Could be the weekend. This week, maybe. Who knows? Maybe earlier. This yeah, week. So weekend, Monday, Tuesday, <laughs> Wednesday at the latest. But usually weekend or Monday is when it will drop. Yeah, definitely make sure you guys check that out. Kendall is a co-host on that podcast. He's a co-host on Sports Talk, and he's here with us on Hero Talk today as well. Kendall, what are you looking forward to talking about today after uh, what we learned from uh, the Marvel presentation? Uh, Yeah, I mean... I look. I, I look forward to talking about everything about Marvel. Um, that was quite the uh, quite the spectacle that Kevin Feige had for us. Yeah. You know, I don't call it the Disney presentation. I call it Disney fandom. That's what Icon. it was. <laughs> yeah, Icon. I remember calls it Icon. Icon. Broadcast. Um, 
to me, uh, the one thing, you know, we're not going to get into it, really. Um, Shamari told me at the end of Imperial Broadcast we couldn't get into it. So I'm going to get into it now. I'm going to bring it up. Oh, boy. That right. we, we got the announcement of Buzz Lightyear. All right, yeah, of course. We got yeah, the yeah, announcement kind of, of Lightyear. Yeah, which, I was very excited for, for you Buzz You know, that Lightyear. may have been... I don't want to say it's the, it was the biggest announcement of the of the of the. Uh... No, it was not the biggest. Announcement. <laughs> yeah, Shamari, I'll tell you, it is not the biggest announcement that was made, um, but it might have been the biggest animated announcement um, of the of the sure. of the. <laughs> Probably, Shamari, I'll give you that one. Um, and <laughs> I didn't see it coming. Certainly, Probably. one. I mean, the fact that we have uh, Chris Evans uh, as a part of it as well, um, you know, that to me, that's that's a uh, in a in a normal in a normal world, that's a day one viewing for me um so i when's I mean, it coming out maybe it is I mean, yeah I mean, <laughs> depending we'll on depending on what happens we'll see. yeah but, man i i would tell you what i was you know obviously you know toy story is right up my alley um so hearing about the light year origin story of uh, the character that they that this toy was you know based off of like that to me is like a really uh original unique idea it's kind of crazy that disney apparently had this idea for a very or pixar rather had this idea for a really long time and finally got the the yeah finally got the chance to uh to do it right exactly um (laughs) yeah so i'm 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 thrilled i I think chris evans is a a great choice to be uh uh light year and um yeah i thought that that was you know for what was it really look man it was it was definitely a, a showcase of uh capitalism but man, was it fun that seeing some of these uh, releases that they have coming out. And I thought to me, Lightyear was the one that I really, you know, as a wrestling fan, we call, you know, what, what moments did you mark out? You know, the idea that, you know, even though you know this is like some kind of presentation, you still like lost it as if you're like a fan. And I marked out after a couple moments. I marked out after Mighty Ducks. I marked Mighty out. Uh, and I marked out for a light year. There was some Marvel stuff I marked out too, but we'll talk about I'm not going to lie though. The Mighty Ducks one was the one that probably made me feel kind of old. But I was like, man. I'm too old to be watching this. It's kind of like when the, all of that show came out. And yeah, it was like, when I, yeah. when I saw Bombay, I, I marked, man. <laughs> like, I'm locked in. I was like, Mark, Bombay's back, baby. Like, this is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah those, that was, those were my two marked out moments from the presentation for sure. You know, so um, so we're gonna get let's let's get more into into this uh into this Disney Investor Day, which happened last Friday. As I said, it included a, a massive presentation from Marvel that ended up being quite the showstopper. So Marvel Studios president Kevin Feige confirmed casting news, announced new release dates, some showed some new trailers, and even revealed some new releases coming to theaters and the Disney Plus streaming service. So we got release dates and trailers for, obviously, you know, WandaVision, which we already know is coming out January 15th. Um, we also got trailer from Falcon and Winter Soldier, set to debut March 19th, 2021, along with the trailer. We got a trailer for Loki, which is also uh, revealed to be coming out May of 2021. And we also got a scissor reel for Miss Marvel, which is set to come out in late 2021. He also gave us confirmations that Haley Steinfeld will indeed finally be, uh, be confirmed to be playing Kate Bishop, even though we've seen her in Hawkeye costume running around New York City for like two weeks now. Um, and that Tatiana Malzani will be uh, playing Jennifer Walters in a She-Hulk show. Uh, that will be uh, alongside Mark Ruffalo, who's going to appear in that series as uh, Bruce Banner, a.k.a. the Hulk. And Tim Roth, who, if you remember the 2008 uh, Incredible Hulk movie, he played the Abomination. He's apparently back and will be uh, playing that same character in that, uh, in, that, in that show for Disney+. Plus. 
Um, Ant-Man 3 now has an official title. It's called Ant-Man the Wasp, the Quantum, uh, uh, Ant-Man the Wasp, Quantum Mania. And, uh, Jonathan Majors confirmed to be Kang the Conqueror in that film. Uh, and if that wasn't big enough, all those nuggets, we also got Feige, uh, towards the end dropping some bombshells and some brand new stuff that we never, uh, got confirmed. So, a Disney Plus series starring Samuel L. Jackson is, is confirmed to be Secret Invasion. Uh, Don Cheadle will be starring in a uh, in an Armor War show uh, as War Machine. And Dominique Thorne is cast as Riri Williams in Ironheart. And then last but not least, uh, a Fantastic Four movie is indeed in development. And it is being uh, directed by John Watts, who has directed the last two Spider-Man movies and will be uh, directing the uh, third Spider-Man movie that we're uh, going to be seeing, the, the co- collaboration between Disney and Marvel. I think I got uh, over, got uh, gone over everything that was new and needed to be said from that presentation. There was even more stuff about some other movies that are coming out, Shang-Chi and dates for that, and Eternals, you know, we, it, was, it, was, it was a lot. It was a really lot to take in. Um, but given all that, Sham, I know this is going to be a very wide-ranging conversation, but um, what was your biggest takeaway from this presentation? Uh, yeah, it's a yeah, wide-ranging conversation. Yeah. Uh, the biggest takeaway from this presentation I got. Um, now, now I'm gonna I'm going to uh, uh, quickly state that a lot of the the things that we that were announced we had either speculated on or we had heard through rumors and reporting and things like that. They expanded on, they announced yeah. casting and things like that, that we did not know. There was very little in that, that was completely out of thin air. Yeah. Very little. Maybe the armor wars. Um, I'd say arm, armor wars. And I think, uh, probably that they have a director and they're, that they're full speed ahead on fantastic four. That, that um, I wouldn't say that was completely out of thin air. I won't say I was thin air, but like, there had been no reporting about what they were doing with the fantastic four. Yeah, we, yeah. We didn't know if they were being. The, you know, the director was not something that we knew. definitely we didn't hear anything about the director. Um, right. You know, there had been some 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 word that they may have been getting off the ground, some 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 legal stuff, some trademarks and stuff that people were like, "Oh, what is it? I mean, I guess Fantastic Four is coming soon." Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, nothing nothing confirmed. But Armor yeah. Wars that that was the one where I was like, "Wait, this is where else? What else are we getting?" Because I mean, yeah, that that was one that I completely heard nothing about. Yeah, so uh, I mean, and even that may have been something where, like, a long time ago, there may have been speculation about a roadie show, but I'm not gonna. That may have been something out of some tinfoil hat. Yeah. Time. So I mean, that, so that's very interesting. I think I think a couple of things that stood out to me, and these, this has to do with uh, some discussions that we've been having for a very long time. So we're getting, and this EJ, I know you'll you'll be excited about. We're getting a secret invasion. Uh, was it a secret invasion show? Yes, yeah. yeah, so a secret invasion series starring Samuel L. Jackson. We're getting a Secret Invasion series, which for me, I think, debunks the theory of Secret Invasion being kind of the premier, kind of the new Infinity Saga. Facts. You know. Um, Feige did compare it to Civil War in his thing. He was did like, he say that? Well, yeah, he was like, Civil War, you know, or he said something like Secret Invasion joined Civil War as, you know, one of the two biggest, you know, like crossover comics of the, of the last 20 okay, years, and yeah. now it's being adapted you know. That's so interesting he, that he would say that because, I, and I know what I thought was interesting in his presentation. He kept saying that these are like movies, which is just very, 
I think we've heard Mackie say that a couple of times, but like he really emphasized that. So I'm wondering how this, how these shows will like kind of what, how they will kind of watch in terms of how we watch them and how they, how we take them in. Um, yeah. Cause they, they're, he says these are like movies. So, but like when I hear a secret invasion show, like, again, I think of one of the biggest Marvel events we've had. I think one of the best executed uh, uh, contemporary Marvel crossover events we've had in comic books. That doesn't scream show to me, but I don't know. I mean, may, maybe with what they're trying to do with this, maybe it's something much larger. If you would have told me this a while back, I would have said maybe it's a little disappointing. Right. But like you said, given the given the the budget and the amount of effort they're going to put into it, um, I'd imagine that Secret Invasion probably makes more sense for television mm-hmm. than it does for a movie. Yes. Um, yes. Now we had always speculated that it would be something that is that takes place over a series of movies. You know, maybe it's revealed in one movie and it kind of, you know, the 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 web starts un- untangling. You know, movie after movie for an entire phase, similar to what we saw with the Infinity Saga. Um, like Shamar said, it doesn't seem like it's going to be an Infinity Saga type of type of thing. But if it maybe it is Civil War, where something that kind of unfolds through one big story, um, um, and that's. It'll be interesting. You know, the fact that Nick Fury is the head makes sense, or the lead makes sense. Um, I We still have to, we still have to figure out, I mean, where, you know, Feige, he insinuated that the scrolls have infiltrated every part of society. So, I don't know what that means, but I imagine that means that somebody we know is probably a scroll, or will be a scroll on that show. I just don't know how long that's been you know those are the questions we'll have to see how groundbreaking will they really make this i i have my doubts and and how much is is secret invasion going to going to seep into the rest of the marvel shows and movies right i mean is it going to (laughs) you know how are they just making this its own show so that's kind of interesting to me yeah i mean secret invasion also like i mean we talked about it you know we've talked about ad nauseum for for the last few years really and when we when we have we've always thought that that had the potential to be maybe not Darth Vader, I am your father esque reveal, but like they could have it could have been the biggest movie reveal that we've had in the last 10, 10 15 years, um, if they did it right with the right character and they executed it correctly. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if we're gonna get that now because the the cast out of the back like we know Secret Invasion is coming, so even if you do say somebody's a scroll, it's not gonna hit the same way <laughs> if you've really done it. Um, in surprise for me the biggest takeaway was the fact that everything clearly is going to be very interconnected mm-hmm. um and that's something yeah. feige also kind of touched on a little bit is you know he basically said at this point you can see all the movies that are going to be tying in uh all the all the well, everything's going to be tying into one another you know he said yeah. that spider-man ties in directly to a doctor strange multiverse of madness which then now really with all the stuff we're seeing from Spider-Man uh, 3, really makes sense with Sam Raimi now. I mean, him being direct, the director of that movie. Yeah. Like, you yeah. really start to think about what we may see in that film. And, 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 it, and then it's really exciting. Doctor Strange obviously ties into WandaVision. And right. WandaVision, through Monica Rambeau, is going to tie into Captain Marvel 2, which Captain Marvel 2 is going to tie into Miss Marvel. Mm-hmm. And we'll see maybe what Miss Marvel may tie into other aspects of the MCU. We know She-Hulk is going to have the Hulk. You know, like, all of these different characters 
Um, I'm almost certain there's going to be a tie in between Armor Wars and Ironheart too. You you would think. You would think. You know, right. I mean, you can't have some. You can't have a girl running around as Iron Man essentially or Ironheart, and Rhodey not have anything to say about it. Nothing um, to say. No idea. Yeah, just like ah, oh, yeah, who cares? Um, so, yeah, no. I mean, all of these clearly, all of these uh, are going to have some sort of level of tie in. There's t- there's already been talk about. Florence Pugh being black, being obviously being Black Widow, but there's talk about her being Hawkeye and fucking Winter Soldier, and I mean, clearly the MCU is going to be very, very massively connected. Um, I will say I was a little disappointed that we didn't get much from 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 Shang Chi. Um, you know, which they, which they, I learned, which I learned from Kevin Feige is that you pronounce Shang Chi. Yeah, Shang Chi, which I never uh, knew. <laughs> Kevin Feige, like all you, all you uh, normies out here, have been calling it Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you gringos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You. Um, yeah, nah. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting one um, because we expected obviously the movies. If, I think it's done filming at this point, so I basically wrapped filming or Eternals. So mm. you know, though that was a little surprising, um, but. Disappointment. I'm not. I'm not surprised by that only because I think that you know. I think a movie trailer is something that he wants to do a movie trailer for. You know, like I don't think that he wants to drop that in like an investor presentation. If that makes well, sense. Well, yeah, we know how Disney is. They're very self-serving. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel's like, no, my ratings. <laughs> I need my one day of Kimmel. massive ratings. Good, massive mor- good morning, ratings. America. Yeah, GMA on a Tuesday, Friday, <laughs> eight a.m. Gotta wake up. Eight a.m. It's like Monday night football. <laughs> You're ready to see the Jags and the Titans, you know. I mean, they always have to do it somehow. Um, so yeah, yeah you got, you got mean, the Ravens, you got the you got the uh, the Joe Burrowless Bengals playing next week. So you know, you may maybe something will drop next <laughs> next week. And I don't know how the ratings ratings are gonna be. Yeah. So yeah, but ultimately, yeah, ultimately, I think the interconnectedness is the biggest takeaway. What about, what about you, Lija? Um, and, and I don't want to poo-poo what they gave us. Um, because I, I, as I said. I was marking out over a lot of the stuff, even though Shamar makes a great point that there was nothing that was just like completely out of thin air. Nobody would have expected. I was surprised that they told us a Fantastic Four movie was happening. Um, and then there were, I, I didn't think we would hear more about the new series like Ironheart and Armor Wars. Those are things I didn't think that we would get. Um, but what, I thought we'd get the, you know, the confirmation of Malzani and, 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 um, and, uh, K Haley, but I'll be honest. One one of my biggest takeaway was, wow, either Marvel's still not sure, or that one's not sure, but they are they are not comfortable with what what they want to say about anything involving mutants. Either that, or they need these shows and movies to play out in order for them to eventually talk about mutants. Because like obviously the Fantastic Four, you know. There's a solid plan in place. They have a director. They're moving forward. You know, obviously, when it comes to the X-Men, it's just a lot more complicated because you have to introduce a whole race of people. And how do you do that when we have an established movie, fr- you know, a movie universe that doesn't have mutants? I think certainly Doctor Sh- you know, Strange feels like maybe uh, the right position to begin moving in that direction. But I, I was surprised that we got something from Fantastic. They they were willing to sell something about Fantastic Four, but nothing about mutants. That to me was like yeah. it told me like wow. Either that means these shows are absolutely gonna like be instrumental 
or one of these shows or movies that be instrumental to like our direction of mutants, or Marvel is still you know at the drawing board trying to figure out how to do this. And, and look, you know, I it's kind of a weird takeaway because there's not anything about the presentation, but they were to me an obvious missing piece to this. You know? Yeah, we. I think there's a good chance that your theory that what's coming up eventually will tie into the mutants pretty strongly in a way in which they just don't want to tip their hand. Um, that's certainly a possibility, but we've also gone through it since the Fox deal came out that the Fantastic Four were always going to be before the X-Men, only because they were only they were so much easier to, to transition into the MCU sure. than, than the X-Men. The X-Men, it was always going to be a massive job trying to explain where the mutants have been, who the mutants are, where, what's the context of who the X-Men are, how long have they been the X-Men, how long, how old is Professor X? Like, so many questions, you know. Why and, is Scarlet Witch? Yeah, why is Scarlet Witch? Not. Who's her dad? Is it Magneto? <laughs> does she know? Is she not? Is she a mutant? Is she not? So many different questions that it's so much easier to say, yeah, Reed Richards, yeah, yeah, he's a thing. You know, the thing is also a thing, and you know they're all they're all they're all around, um, so it made sense. Uh, I do I think at this point because I I was wondering the same thing. I feel like at this point I think Kevin Feige knows. I, I think he knows. I think Marvel knows the plan for what the X Men and the mutants are. I just don't think it's any time in the near future. I think okay. it's, it's after everything that we saw. Obviously, I think he has a very good idea at the very least. I think he has. I think so too, most likely. Yeah, I think he has a very good idea. It may not be set necessarily in stone, because I think I still think it's pretty far ahead. I mean, we're getting all these wind blade, we're getting, which we didn't hear anything about, by the way. Getting blade. No, they, yeah, they mentioned. Blade. Oh, they did. Yeah, they did mention blade. They oh, mentioned blade. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm asleep. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't. <laughs> I mean, there, was a, there was a lot. There was a lot. You know, so don't yeah. don't feel bad. Like there was didn't a lot say didn't say much. He just said, "Yeah, we're moving forward with blade." Yeah, so, it's just a reminder that blade is happening. That was really yeah. it. Ali. Man, yeah, oh, yeah, had the logo. And, yeah, the logo and all that. Yeah, so so I mean, we're getting Blade, we're getting all these other, all this other stuff before, before even Fantastic Four is even probably we're even gonna get start really started on that. So we're getting a lot of stuff before we even get there. I think he has a good idea because he must have been thinking about this before they even got Fox, like probably years before they even got Fox. He's probably thinking, okay, if we ever get X Men, if I ever had the X Men. How would I fit them in this? Yeah, universe? just like he did with Spider Man. He didn't, he didn't have Spider Man. He didn't have Spider Man. And one day he did, and he immediately and knew immediately how to inserted him. I don't yeah. think it was with the X Men. Now, again, the X Men a much tougher project to do that with. Right. But he's had time at this point. He's had time, and he's already dealt with one kind of compromised contractual thing that led him to having more superheroes. Yeah. So now he's like, okay, we get X Men. And I guarantee people at Disney were tipping him off. Like, yeah, they told him. They, like, yeah, and remember, yeah, I was gonna say, remember, you have a year of negotiations, a year of regulatory, you know, uh, approvals you gotta get through. So, like, I mean, through all that time, I'm sure he's not just like, oh, I'm not doing nothing until the ink is dry on the contract. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure at that point he starts game planning a little bit. Yeah, so he has a good idea of what he wants to do with the X Men. It's just a matter of solidifying it and i think a lot of other things are going to come into play as well that will help him come, come formulate that like casting and other things as well that will that will help him be like okay yes this is definitely what i'm doing with this yeah i mean and then i, I think the stuff with i mean we the stuff that we even heard about him meeting with patrick stewart you know mm-hmm. I, mean, patrick, I don't think he wanted that to get out but patrick stewart let him get out yeah. and now that, that makes you call into question 
Where's Kevin Feige's head at with all this? And I tell you what, it's so funny you mentioned that. And I wanted to I wanted to bring that up. I'm glad you did. I forgot about it. But to me, hearing that Feige wanted to meet with Patrick Stewart and Stewart basically had to tell him, like, I'm not playing this role anymore. He's like, yo, I'm too old to do this, man. But what's interesting is, remember we were like, what's he talking about? Like, there's no way Kevin Feige wanted to. Yeah, like, we thought, oh, this is just a courtesy. Favor. But if you yeah. go to what we've seen with the Spider-Man universe exactly. and what's happening with this yeah. next movie. He was very serious about that. I, I mean, I'm almost, I, I will go out on a limb and say I think he wanted him to be in Doctor Strange. I think that he wanted. I think that there's still a chance that that will be some kind of introduction to something with mutants, and, and I think that, that he wanted him in the movie. That, that, that's what that's, I think. That's, that's been the. Uh, it's not not widely reported by anybody. Don't 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 quote me on this. <laughs> All you people out there, and report Yeah, new generation media exclusively reports. Uh, but then no, there's been some people out there that you know have reported that Hugh Jackman's whispers. And yeah, the whispers are out there. So. Mm. Uh, you know, and I look. I think McAvoy, similar to the like the the thing with like you know, oh, are we getting Garfield, McGuire, are we getting both. Like, if you told me, I can only get James McAvoy. Like he was an excellent Professor X. You know, Fastbender was an excellent Magneto. I mean, if you have to settle for those guys, then settle for them. They don't bring the nostalgia that uh, Sir Ian McClellan and Patrick Stewart do, but um, you you definitely uh, aren't losing much when you go to those guys. Um, I don't know. I mean, sorry, go ahead. No, I was gonna say, what were some other? Uh, what were some other? Well, I was gonna say, what do we think about John Watts leading Fantastic Four? Not, I mean, Peyton Reed was the guy everyone was talking about. It was oh, so when's Peyton Reed gonna do Fantastic Four? I'm not really sure why. Um, you know, it, this has been a thing. I guess people just thought he'd be a good fit, and then then when then when they said that Kang. Who's going to be in Ant Man? It was like, oh yeah, Peyton Reed. It's a lock. He's doing Fantastic Four. John Watts. He makes sense given what Shamari mentioned about Spider Man. Now you know when we had a, a new character mm. brought in the MCU, uh, he he dealt with that character. Makes sense. So yeah. you know Kevin Feige might feel safe about just going to John Watts. Spider Man Homecoming wasn't a groundbreaking movie. You know it didn't change the 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 movie making the superhero movie making business like some other movies have, but it was a safe movie that they would have had to do, and it was really good, and most people liked it. I think Fantastic Four, that's what I would expect at this point. I, I don't know if it will be anything groundbreaking, but I think it will legitimize the Fantastic Four characters in the same way that uh, John Watts legitimized the Spider-Man character after years of being admiring and mediocrity. That's what so, I was going to say, Sham, because like, that, like, that to me is like a good point yeah. Kendall's making, that like you had... Spider-Man, Amazing Spider-Man franchise that was much maligned by a lot of fans, um, regardless of what Twitter will tell you. And John Watts kind of came to the rescue. And so much of it, to me, I hate to kind of, I'm not trying to be probably into it, but like, you know, when you hear people say we wanted just a return to normalcy, I almost felt like John Watts was kind of that return to normalcy in terms of just John making Watts good Spider-Man. Just, just, uh, just making good Spider-Man movies and, and just kind of making people happy again. And he was able to accomplish that for the most part. And and say here you have the same thing. Fantastic Four, Milan, much more maligned franchise than Amazing Spider-Man was. Um, and say, okay, we need someone to uh, bring it into the 21st century, make it feel you know fresh, make it feel fun. And then here he is tapped to do this, uh, to this, do this movie, Sham. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Uh... 
<laughs> I'm not gonna make any more jokes about the political <laughs> stuff. But um, but yeah, I mean, I think he, I think he's a good uh, decision, honestly. Um, like Keno mentioned, he took, he, he, they brought him on to do Spider Man, and he did a very good job. Um, now I don't know if that was one of the one of the one of the Marvel movies where where the where you're kind of on autopilot. And yeah, fighting. you know, Feige driving the bus. Feige's kind of driving the bus, and you're just kind of just just you know keeping it at going forward. Yeah. So I don't know if this will be that the case. <laughs> I don't know, but um, but I do trust that he'll do a good job directing the movie. I think well, they'll have a good cast, um, and I think John Watts is a good selection, and uh, my primary. I wouldn't even call it a concern. I guess it's more of a, just a question. I'm not too concerned about this movie. I'm wondering how much how much of an MCU movie this is going to be. I mean, the Fantastic Four are usually involved in pretty pretty large scale conflicts. Usually, yeah. at least based yeah. on my experience and everything I've seen them in and right. watched them do, and their conflicts aren't small scale, generally speaking. No, um, you know they're not stopping the robber down the street. They're they're <laughs> saving saving the entire. Yeah, I mean they're, they're scientists. I mean you know they're yeah, like world scientists. scientists, right? Yeah, they're, they're yeah the world class scientists working with with very dangerous, uh, you know, almost like space time like yeah. <laughs> level science, yeah. dangerous. For sure. So so that's usually what they're involved in. So I'm wondering how much the Avengers are going to play a role. Because a part of me is like, uh, I mean, I don't want to see the Avengers in my Fantastic Four movie. Not the first one. You know? I don't know if you but, So it's funny you say that, Sham, because when I, when I think John Watts, you know, I immediately think that Spider-Man Human Torch friendship. Is that something we get immediately, you know, with someone who is knows very much exactly mm-hmm. what he needs to get out of Tom Holland in a role in a new movie? Like, I know they said that this new Sony deal that they struck is a, even a little more friendly then maybe the last one. That's the rumor. We don't know for sure. But the rumor is there may be a little more neighborhood. Yeah, funny. Funny. I knew you go there. Um, but there might be a little more, you know, a little more collaboration. Amazing. A little more, you know, time chance for Tom Holland to play more outside of the Sony playground as long as Sony gets to allow him to do whatever they want him to do. So if that's the case, you know, maybe that 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 could be a reason why. Excuse me. Watch was picked. I'm not saying that's for sure, but you know. One of the things I think, as soon as Fantastic Four were signed, one of the things a lot of people think thought about was, you know, Marvel finally has, you know, Spider-Man, kinda, and then now they definitely have the Fantastic Four. I, I, I don't know if we were able to get Johnny and Peter to hang out. I don't know if I want, you know, then. But that's the question: Do you want? That? I don't want this to be Spider-Man. I don't want it to be Spider-Man as Amazing Friends. I don't want this Spider-Man and Amazing Friends. I want this. I want this. Yeah, I don't need Firestar and Iceman. I want I want this to be uh so, you know <laughs> yeah to be the and, and, and I think that that's a a very fair point and that to me brings me to how do you make this Fantastic Four work and how do you make it different from the last two iterations we know that that's something that disaster he always values at least he valued it supremely with Spider Man he, he he made it clear we want to make these Spider Man movies different than anything we've seen before. So um, I think my in, my immediate idea for how I would do that is I would make Franklin Richards and Valeria already down. Like they're they're alive, they're kids, they have powers. I think that Nah. I'm not feeling that either. Nah. That's you guys I'm are not feeling, feeling that? Okay, now explain to me. so let me at least get over. Yes. Yeah, let me get over why I think that What's that makes sense prime? to do that. 
Well, I think one, Franklin is a mutant. So you continue introducing mutants to this uh, to this world. And I think that what we've seen in the last two movies or last, you know, two iterations were origin stories of the, you know, the Reed, you no know, Victor, Sue drama that I don't, I think is tired. Like, I think that I'm not saying, I'm not saying that you can't, that, that there should, shouldn't be some of that there. Cause there, it's just, it's just an iteration. Is that's just like a, a fixation of their dynamic. But I think moving them ahead and even bringing kids involved, um, would be how I would uh, how I would do it. That's me though. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm not. I mean, I'm I'm all for it for you know Fantastic Four too. Right, right, right. You know, right, right. or or even whatever next uh next wherever the X Men you know Avengers Spider Man <laughs> whatever the other movie is that Fantastic Four are in, I'm for it. But for the intro movie, I just want a new Fantastic Four. So I'm thinking ways I, I quick ways I think you could change it. Um. I think you can you can include Herbie. We haven't gotten Herbie yet. Herbie the robot. Um, could be some, that could be a, an interesting way. And even making him, I don't I don't need him to be a major character, but kind of like a droid, kind of Star Warsy kind of character. C three PO. C three PO esque uh, or R two D two esque kind of character could be funny. Um, you have to make Doctor Doom really good, really scary, and really mysterious. At least initially, I don't want this Doctor Doom that's much of a character. Um, at least initially, you know. I'd so rather, you, don't, you don't want like the Doctor Doom that we got in the first. The, the first, first one, scene. yeah. No, he's too. We we didn't too much was, about him. Even though he was good, he was, he was good. Like, I thought he was a you know was the guy named Jonah. Yeah, Jonah. From, from yeah. <laughs> he was, I mean, he's a good. He's he's just a great villain kind of actor, but um, he was too human in that one. We knew too much about him. I, I need. I want like a Darth Vader esque Doctor Doom that we. So like, do you want the Monarch Doctor Doom? I want the Monarch. From Latveria, Doctor Doom doesn't even have much of a history of the Fantastic Four. Maybe he does going way back, but like not like, oh yeah, we've been working together for the last fifteen years. Like we we always see with the last two iterations. Um, I wonder I wonder how the whole Eastern European monarch thing is gonna do do in, in with the current political yeah, climate. Know, right? Yeah, that'll be I, interesting to see. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, yeah. I, it should be interesting. Maybe we'll get into Winter yeah, Falcon. Yeah, Winter. I don't know if he's an oligarch. Maybe he is. Is he an oligarch? <laughs> yeah, okay. he's, no, he's a king, right? He, he he's a, a, yeah, he's a king. He's an oligarch. <laughs> <laughs> he reports to Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Doom reports to nobody. I'm almost him positive. Him, uh, that's what, him that's him exactly. He say that in those exact words, Sham. Yeah, him and Prokhorov. Doom kneels to no man. Doom and Prokhorov. And, yeah. No, I mean, uh, so yeah, I think those are some quick ways. I think. In terms of villains, we have Skrull, so could you do Super Skrull? Possibility. We have Skrull That's release. true. That's a good point. Um, you could That'd also do, especially post-Secret Invasion, uh, you could also introduce maybe like Mole Man or something. I mean, you could be creative, you know, with the Fantastic Four. Yeah, I, I think that there's a great chance that Doom is not the first villain. No, I need Doom in the movie, mm. but... He may be in the movie, but he he might not be the villain. He may not be. He may not be the guy that they're squaring up with in in the first movie. That's what I'm trying to say. Could he be pulling the strings? Could he be mess? Could he be involved? Yes. I'm saying, is he the guy they're squaring up with in the last scene of the movie? I don't. I don't know. He might not. Because they can't treat Doom like they've treated every other first movie origin or no original villain. Like Doom is like Thanos. Right. That's he's not that far off. 
They've got to build him. I really want to see Doom as an Avengers level threat. Um, but they also can't do him like he's Norman Osborn, where you just we don't need him. We got Mole Man. Super oh, strong. they're not gonna do that. They're not gonna do that because Doom is too. Doom is too. He's just. I mean, you could make the case he's the greatest Marvel villain. Yeah, I so they're not. They're not. They're not gonna just Norman Osborn him. So we'll talk about Norman Osborn maybe a little later. Maybe maybe Marvel isn't Norman Osborn. No, we're not. Any, but we'll, what, what, any other any other takeaways? Um, I, what do y'all think of the footage we got from uh, Falcon the Winter Soldier and Loki? Loki, was I love cool. it. Loki looks great, right? Not that, yeah, not that, that's not Loki. a diss to obviously Falcon Winter Soldier, but like <laughs> now that we see like what the concept is, like I'm really excited for this. Yeah, yeah, Loki looks fantastic. It surprised me um, how good Loki looked, and it and it isn't even like just how good it looked, which it did look good. But it's more it's just surprising to me. I was like, I wasn't expecting this to look this good. I was expecting it to be especially since we're hearing all this stuff about him being a kid and I guess that was all like nonsense possibly. I don't I don't know. With like a kid Loki and I don't know if it was nonsense, but we'll see. I, yeah, we, I mean we'll yeah, see. Yeah. I mean we didn't get any of that at all. Yeah, we didn't get it in the trailer. I don't think Yeah, I mean we, this is Tom Hiddleston Tom Hiddleston and front and center. Doing yeah, he's in this show. This wasn't mm-hmm. Seems like he's a star. Yeah, this is this is nothing. I mean, is there a kid Loki aspect? Maybe, but there. This is he is front and center. This isn't. I'm telling the story of yeah, how, how I was, you know, yeah, exactly. thousands of years ago. <laughs> this is him present day. Yeah. So this. So that was a pleasant surprise because we didn't know what to make of you know the other stuff we were hearing. Um, so yeah, it surprised me. I think it looks great. It looks fun. Loki looks like he's being Loki. Uh, yeah. He's got a bunch of bunch of crazy goons around him. And I'm um, I'm excited for it. It looks good. He looks great. Tom Hiddleston is Loki at this point. Um, yeah. So and, and to me, it's just really exciting. Like putting, it has like, it, to me, it's really exciting that they're putting you know Nasgardian like Loki so out of his comfort zone in regards to like who he's dealing with, where he has to go. Like to me, like you know, one of the things we've seen about you know Thor, the Thor movies is they've all kind of played in like the same kind of you know uh sandbox you know you could maybe argue that Ragnarok took him a little off the reservation than what we're used to seeing but it's still same kind of feeling like to see Loki just running around with humans and regular folk and him you know, having to, to do this thing we gotta figure out why he can't just like break away from these guys but uh but him you know going through to me it looks like almost like a, a like a it's almost like to me, Endgame continued. Like, I guess what would that be like a, a prologue? Like to me, like it's like here is like that like the whole idea of Endgame being a time heist for a lot of the movie. It's like here is Loki just doing the time heist thing. Like now that he has a uh, uh, the Tesseract, and that to me is a really fun concept. And seeing him again have to do it with people he's not really all that happy to be around is uh, exciting. I really liked it. To me. To me, it looked like you could be setting up the Thunderbolts with what they're doing. Did anyone think that? In Loki. What, Falcon Winter Soldier or Loki? No, in Loki. Because, like, it's, it seems like he's working for somebody. From what I remember. Like, it seems like he's not. He's doing this not necessarily. But I, I think this is going to be more supernatural. It will be, but I think to me it lays the groundwork, groundwork, though, for something like that. I think it's setting up Kang. That's my guess. Mm. Um, it seems like the... Seems like the the officers that he's kind of dealing with are like time. It's, it's like uh, Rip Hunter 
Legend of Tomorrow kind of vibes, where it's like, right. he, you know, he's he's, mm. he's altering the timeline kind of thing. Yeah, that's what kind of what it looks like. And they're kind of like, all right, you got to chill out. And I wonder if Kang plays a role in it somehow. Um, you know, look, you talk about the Thunderbolts. I think Thunderbolts is happening based off of what we got from She-Hulk. Because if Abomination is in Thunderbolts or is in She-Hulk, you know, he would be one of the pieces that you would expect to be in Thunderbolts. Um, yes. Tim Roth now back in the equation. I know Shamari's a big Tim Roth fan. Going yes. back to lie to me. Very good show. Uh, but, My guy. <laughs> um, but no, I mean, you have him. We've talked about it before. We we would expect Florence Pugh's character to maybe be in that equation. Obviously. Did anyone did anyone think that when F- Feige said because Jennifer Walters is a, a lawyer, you never know who you may who you may see her cross paths with? I've seen a lot of people saying that that is one hundred percent a Daredevil reference. Do you, I'm not as convinced as other people. Neither am I. I the way I heard it. Um, I can see how you could think that that's Daredevil, and maybe right. Feige could have done a better job of being more wink, wink, nod, nod to Daredevil. Daredevil, but that could have easily been interpreted as just other superheroes will be in She-Hulk, other MCU characters will be in She-Hulk. Doesn't necessarily didn't say other superheroes that are lawyers are going to be in She-Hulk. Like then that would have been yeah, well, that would be that would be really giving away. He's not going to do that, right? But it's like you never know who may show up. It's a super. It's a show about. You know, she deals with superheroes. He's a lawyer who deals with superheroes, so you never know who's going to show up. And I'm like, but why would Daredevil... Right. Why would Daredevil... Because he's a lawyer... I don't know. He doesn't, he's not He's not a lawyer that deals with superheroes. So no. That's the conflict. He's a lawyer that deals with regular right. people. You know, so... Right. Uh, that's where it doesn't really make... I mean, it doesn't mean he won't be in it, but uh, just because of what Feige said doesn't mean that it's confirmed... Um, I, I I wouldn't I wouldn't bet on it, but uh, it is possible. I mean, if he's going to be in Spider Man, you know, I don't see why not. Yeah. Um, yeah, but they didn't they didn't say anything about Black Widow, which makes sense. Um, you know, we didn't mention that America Chavez is in yes Doctor Strange. That is that was, that was something that came out of left field. Yes, and you really start to see now. You know, I saw someone kind of line up all the pictures, like you know, a potential. Young Avengers really forming, and right now it's all female. But I mean, yeah, I think they might do a female kind of, um, a female A team, you know, Young Avengers kind of thing. I mean, you could do a yeah, female Young Avengers too. But you got uh, Haley, you got uh, Ironheart, Ironheart being played by uh, Dominique Thorne. You got got Stature. You got Stature. Which the recast for Stature, man. I don't get it. What ha- what happened there? I don't know what that's about. I mean, look, I I mean, you guys pointed it out to me. Sure, Rose, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't even notice. <laughs> I don't think anybody's gonna. Notice. Well, see, the only reason I noticed was because <laughs> we were we were internet sleuthing before Endgame, and we realized, oh, according to her IMDb page, this actress is playing Kathy Lang in Endgame. Clearly, there's a time, you know, a time element. Um, right. And so now when you notice that actress isn't even playing her anymore, it's like, wow. Yeah, it was a little odd. Um, I mean, I'm not really bothered by it. but yeah, It's not a roadie situation. Yeah, it isn't, it isn't a roadie. <laughs> so, yeah. It, it's just, yeah, it's a little bizarre. Um, especially since Endgame was such a big movie. Yeah, I don't it's know. Like, I just, that's not something I'm Are really people going to, I feel like people are going to rewatch and just be like, <laughs> what happened here? 
Yeah. It's I not mean, a, it's not a Hulk either. Hulk was a bad it's one. It's not a Hulk, it's not an Ant-Viz. you know, it's, it's not <laughs> that bad. Uh, I think it's that bad. I did not yeah. expect the Ant-Viz reference. Well, she well, Emma Furman, she already gave me to it. Well, Emma Furman was not happy with Shout out to the original Ant-Viz. And and uh, Emma Furman apparently wasn't happy <laughs> about this uh when this I mean, I don't say she wasn't happy, but I mean, she posted, you know, you know, thanks for the support. You know, it was a uh, I was sad as you all to hear the news Thursday. Uh, I go home. That means there's something else for me in the future of the MCU. I will always be grateful yeah, to have been a part of the MCU. That, no, then that's that's. I don't like that. I'm gonna say it right now. I do not like that. I know it's a business is a business, but I played a character in a movie in a movie, an adult version of the character. I'm not like some kid, and then they made it a right. completely different character. Like no. I played that character, and you're just gonna recast and not even tell me, not even not even have the decency to go to my agent or go to me and say, "Yeah, we're we're gonna change the role." Well, she said she found out Thursday, so that tells me that she learned the day before. Okay, that's so not like, hey, it's letting you just let you know tomorrow. Yeah, we'll be announcing I mean, that, it's better. I thought new, I thought I thought you found on TV. New Cassie Lang. That would have been even worse, but uh, yeah, it's still not great. The day before the announcement. Oh, look, I mean, they How look. long has this thing been in the works? You know, I mean, this movie, they knew that. So that means that she knew that there was an Ant Man 3 coming out. Because it's been, I mean, that's been, that's been widely reported for months. Yeah. It's been obvious for probably a year now. And there was no communication that, yeah, no, you're not going to be in this movie. Don't uh, think about it. This is bizarre. I mean, yeah. I'm not Kevin Feige's yeah. not evil. You know? Yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, I can see something like that easily slipping through the cracks. In, in terms of Feige, <laughs> if, if you're talking, if you're talking about, about like, that, but... if you're talking about the Ant Man, if if he's assigning people to do Ant Man, and you know, yeah, of course he's he's kind of the the headmaster, or whatever, like that's leading the ship. Can't give him that. Uh, can't give him that. That. I mean, if, if yeah, because we, we, know, we know they have big plans for the Cassie Lang character, though. He felt seriously enough about it to where he's like, "We gotta change this." That means he, somebody was like, "We gotta, we gotta get rid of this character. We mm. gotta make the adjustment." And but they didn't have, <laughs> right. this isn't working. Whoever this person is, get her out of here. But they didn't have the decency to tell her when they made the decision. They yeah, told whoever, her whoever made that decision should have made it a priority. Contact. And I'm not saying that Feige has to go on the phone, but yeah. she shouldn't find out. Yeah, that the agree. day before the announcement. Yeah, that I agree. That sounds. I, I, no I'm, not, I'm not biting their head off, but I, I agree. Yeah, no disrespect to Kevin Feige, but that sounds like something the old Marvel would have done. It sounds like something True. Ike Promutter's Marvel yeah, would have done. It, yeah, it sounds like someone just passing the buck until eventually. Sounds like Ike Promutter saying, <laughs> Terrence Coward and Don Cheadle, no one will notice the difference. <laughs> like, I mean, <laughs> yeah, you know, it wasn't the, wasn't the best moment. Shout out to Emma Firm. I do hope that she. Uh, if it's not in the MCU, she continues to get uh, more work. I, you know, I, I, the one thing about the MCU is that we love the continuity. We love seeing people and seeing them continue on in these movies. So, you know, to me, anytime you do a recasting, I, you know, I hope that it's, you know, something that was necessary. You know what I'm saying? And, they could have uh, recasted the kid from, uh, from Iron Man 3 that they put in Endgame for, like, a scene. They could have recasted him. Yeah, but, I mean, he had no lines, though. I mean, he had no lines. Like, yeah, That's I mean, a little different. But what's the point? But like, and, our, and 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 to be fair, I mean they they I think they cut out Emma Furman's lines in Endgame. So the argument, I guess, could be that in this situation, you know, they're swapping out someone that didn't even really say much in Endgame and was only in it for about five ten seconds. 
like Catherine Langford would have been another deal, like because she wasn't in the movie; she was like deleted. So I'm like, all right, right. You know, now if you want Morgan Stark, you want to recast her. I mean, I don't care about that. But it's just I don't know. Bizarre. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is what it is, though. Not a great situation. Yeah, Marvel's not a perfect company. You know, Disney's not a perfect company. What did you guys think of uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier? That was cool. Yeah, I mean the 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 action certainly looks great. Probably looks like it's going to be the most action packed uh, of these series. Um, yes, it looks fantastic. Know, we'll see. Moon Knight will probably give it a run for its money when we get more on that. But um, as of right now, that one, the action Falcon Winter Soldier looks great. The story we'll still need to see more on. But um, I want to see Baron Zemo with his mask. Yeah, did he not show up? He didn't show up in the trailer, really, or did he show up like for a couple? He was seconds? in the trailer, but he wasn't wearing his mask. Yeah, he didn't, yeah he didn't like really do much. So, yeah, I, I, that's the only thing I was kind of was hoping we see more. But hey, man, if there's a lot that they're not showing us that we're gonna see closer to the, when the show comes out, or when we see the show debut in March, then that, that's cool too. That's what I think is something that I'm that we're gonna see with these Disney Plus Marvel series is that similar to the Mandalorian, especially Mandalorian season two. Like, there was a lot of stuff reported and rumored and stuff, and almost all of it was true about the Mandalorian season two. They just didn't tell us any of it until it happened. Yeah. Um, and I think we'll get something similar in these Marvel series where, you know, there's talk of, oh, I mean, the Latverians might be in Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Florence Pugh might be in it, and the Thunderbolts may happen, and this and that, and Baron Zemo might going to wear his mask and all this stuff. Like, all that stuff may... It's probably going to happen. They just won't tell us about it. You know, they're not going to confirm it. They're not going to show us it in a trailer. But right. when it happens, be ready. Like, WandaVision, I feel like, is going to blow people's minds once we actually see it. They're being very coy about it now. They can't tell you much. It just seems very vague. It seems like kind of, you know, this, you know, off the beaten path kind of thing. But I don't know. I feel like it's going to tie in much bigger than even we expect. Um, uh, I, I certainly hope so. Um I mean, WandaVision, I'm still very curious about. Because, they're, they're, like you said, they're being super coy. Yeah. Um, with regards to that show. Um, but I'm how, how, many, how many episodes is WandaVision again? I don't think it's confirmed that. I have no idea. They haven't even confirmed that. I want to say, I mean, my guess would have been eight. Um, the way it looks to me, it looks like almost every episode is, a, is like a time period. Like, if you look at how they've been doing these posters that came out every poster represented like yeah it's a different tele- era of television yeah yeah and i'm almost one i think i think every episode is going to be an era of television but i guess yeah. my question would be like how much is this show answering questions or will it just be asking us more questions until we get to dr strange that's like the, i get the feeling that we like we're gonna learn a lot but i get the feeling that it's gonna also like ask way more questions than Maybe we're considering it. It just seems like these these uh, these episodes, these you know, this footage that we keep seeing. It just seems like they're very much like definitely like attached to the bit of being a sitcom in a time period. And like my question is like, how much are they going to uh, divvy away from that with within these episodes? I don't know if they will. As much as we think, I think this may be very more experimental than we realize. I guess is what I'm trying to say. And I wonder if by the time we get to the end of it, 
like maybe the last episode or two, like, yeah, we're learning a lot and things are starting to really come together. But I think that I wonder if it's going to come together in enough time to really tell the whole story of what it's trying to do. Um, I wonder if it's going to end up just kind of just leading directly into like another movie, which it very well might. Mm-hmm. Those are the questions I have seen, you know, another trailer that they dropped for this show. Hmm. Any final, any other final thoughts on, uh, on, uh, the Marvel, uh, um, I mean, uh, we have a lot to say with Black Panther, I'm sure. So we yeah. might as well get to that. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So let's uh, let's let's get into that. So uh, another surprise from Feige involved the future of uh, the Black Panther franchise following the death of star Chadwick Boseman. Feige says the studio is moving forward with Black Panther 2, but the role of T'Challa will not be recast. Uh, Kendall, do you think this is the right decision? Uh, is it the right decision? Um, it's a decision. It's a decision I would have made. Um, you know, whether or not it's right or not, I don't know if that's really even the way I would. I would even frame it because, I mean, I think you could have gone either way, and I don't think either one of them would have been the wrong decision. But um, it's certainly the decision that I think will please a larger amount of people. Um, you know, I think it's the one that uh, you know honors Chadwick Boseman's memory probably the best and I mean from a story perspective it's probably not ideal but I think that it it opens the door for them to do some more creative stuff with Black Panther than even they probably anticipated they would need to do or want to do so um what I found intriguing about Black Panther is or what Kevin Feige said was I mean they didn't necessarily I mean they had to say something I mean, they didn't have to say anything, but, um, you know, they felt the need to say that, which, you know, makes sense. But then all he said about the movie was that Ryan Coogler was busy writing the movie. Um, Almost every other movie, other than Fantastic Four, which, again, we that's all way out into the distance. Every other movie, we got a actor attached to it. Not one actor or actress was attached to Black Panther two. Now I'm not saying that, about Leticia, right? Yeah, I'm not saying that you know I expect him to go through the entire cast of the first one because it's a very deep cast, very incredible cast. But there's no confirmation of anything. It's it's odd for them to say yeah, T'Challa is not coming back, but Ryan Coogler writing the story. It's coming out in 2022. Not a yeah, T'Challa is not coming back, but you know this movie will continue to star Leticia Wright and. Uh, maybe Michael B. Jordan, or you know, this one, that one. We didn't get it. We didn't get anything. Right. So that to me says that there, this movie is still this. The story, I don't think it's done. And I, no. whatever they want to do, I don't think they. I don't think they know completely what they want to do yet. No. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, so I mean, I I, I had the same takeaway. Um, so they're clearly still. And I and I would expect this because I mean, Chadwick Boseman just passed away not that long ago, so I wouldn't expect them to. Oh well, now our backup plan is this. You know, it's like no, they they didn't see this coming clearly. Um, you know, based on how all this turned out and everything that came out, and you know, it seems that they definitely did not see this coming. So they're still working on whatever the story is going to be. Coogler has quite a job, and Feige since he's going to be involved as well. I'm sure have quite a job uh, ahead of them in terms of 
figuring out what they're going to do with this story going forward. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just not not really an enviable not an enviable position uh, to be sure. And um, and uh, yeah, I mean, I thought I think they're handling it uh, pretty well. I mean, I know uh, I would have liked to see more stories with T'Challa in it. But I understand that they want to. They really thought Chadwick Boseman was perfect for the role. And I feel like he was. So I understand their decision not to recast. And um, you know, if there's anyone I trust to make the most out of the story, it's Ryan Coogler. Having seen what he's been able to do, and to see how much he put into the original story, um, you know, I trust him to at the very least do his best to craft a worthy story for the sequel that pays homage to the original and to Chadwick Boseman. I mean, oh, it, it, this is this is obviously you know still a difficult conversation given the, that you know Chadwick's death still wasn't even that long ago. Um, I'll say this: I was surprised that. I was surprised Marvel was going to make a commitment one way or the other this quickly, given, I guess, to me, just now to be fair, I guess, you know, the way things move and the way movies move, you know, you've got to have years in advance in regards to, like, uh, you know, making even your next movie. So I guess when it comes to that, I guess, I guess it makes more sense. you got to make a decision whether or not you're going to cast or recast. I guess to me, I would have wondered if, if a recasting down the line could have been in the cards, given that the child character is so iconic and so needed um, for a lot of people. I was a little surprised that that, that so quickly they decided that's never going to happen. Because um, when I hear you say you're not going to recast, that means you're not ever going to recast. That's how I how I view that. Um, is it the right decision? It, I, I agree with you. Is it a decision I would have made? I don't, I don't know if I would have came to it this quickly, but... I do feel like we're at a point where it, it, it just, it just, I to me, you just could just couldn't put some other guy and tell everybody he's T'Challa and then just move on. I, that to me would have been very it, difficult. It seems like a risky business decision. Even for talking, you know, you, cause you know, you can make the case like, you know, take emotion out of it, go strictly business. I don't know if that's a good business decision. Um, if I, you know, I just feel like there's going to be too many people, like you just said, that aren't gonna be just aren't gonna jive with it. And yeah, yeah, I don't like this new guy. I'm not even gonna see it. I don't know how much support this movie would get, as opposed to again, you could have the almost the same exact story, at least the same exact cast, but just have the guy who you want to play T'Challa be somebody else. Mm-hmm. That's a very easy way of, you know, not stepping on the on maybe some of the fans or people that maybe really are passionate about him not being recast, which there was a large group of people like that, a um, very loud group of people um, that felt that way. So I, it's tough. Um, you know, I've been in the camp that, you, again, you just create an original character. And I, think, and I think, yeah, ever. and I think to me, uh, Kendall, when I look at, um, when I think about the Black Panther as a character, and what it represents, I mean, it's a, it's literally a, a car, uh, a mantle that gets passed down, generation to generation to various different people. I, I think that there is something, I think, kind of, 
potentially powerful for someone else in a new character, a new role, taking that mantle, regardless who that is, whether it's a character that we know from the Black Panther movie that we've seen, or as Kendall said, it's an original character. I, you know, that is, you know, one of the core, you know, um, themes of the Black Panther comic books, the Black Panther franchise, is that, you know, you know, death is not, you know, necessarily, you know, they, there's a quote in the movie, death is not, you know, you know per- it's permanent, but like, it's re- you know, death is really just you moving on to another facet of your being. And, um, but someone else will step into that role of the Black Panther. And I think staying in line with kind of what that means in terms of the character, that would make sense that someone else would step into that role. It's terribly sad that this happened. You know, I've always been under the, the, the theory that I don't think that they should recast it immediately. Um, so that's why I say it's a decision I would have made. I, I, I don't know if I would never bring T'Challa back under any circumstances. That to me is a another conversation. And I'll be honest, I'm not 100% sure that that's what Marvel is thinks that may be what Marvel is saying now, but I'm not sure if that's what's going to be the case. Is what I will say. Yeah, no, no. I think specifically they're they're talking Black Panther two. You think they're only talking about Black Panther two? I, you know, it doesn't mean that they that they won't not. I mean, it doesn't mean that we're going to teach the child in the next one. But um, I think Feige was specifically referencing the conversation that was out there about like what are you going to do with the character. You know, like what's going to happen to the character? And he's saying the character isn't going to be played by someone else. You know, don't don't expect that uh, for Black Panther two. Um, you know, and we don't know what's going to happen um, beyond that with the character. But uh, that it, I, again, I'm just surprised we didn't get anything about. It. I, maybe they felt it's not the time to talk, even talk about the story or talk about what else is in it. Like, you know, yeah, I don't, I don't think know. you can do that when you're talking about. I mean, again, we you know this is the first time we really. I mean, I don't think it's the first time because they did do that special on Chadwick after after uh, he died. But first time we heard from them since then, we haven't even seen Kevin Feige since then. So I mean, you can't the second you know next time we see you, you're talking about you know here's who's playing Namor like that. That can't be right. You haven't answered for what is even happening with this movie. So right, they're saying exactly. it's moving. You had to announce that it's still going forward. You had to announce that that Chadwick wasn't, you know, was was obviously, you know, they weren't going to recast the child after his death. So you, I don't think they could have really gone into anything else because those things we need to iron out first. Is Black mm-hmm. Panther 2 still happening? Who's the Black Panther? And, okay, at least tell us if it is going to be someone else as the child, which they told us it won't be. Yeah. I mean, I also think that... Um... Yeah, you know, I think it's 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 worth noting, as Kendall mentioned before, that they didn't mention really anybody else as returning to the movie. Um, I think they I think that's because they're still coming up with the story. They don't know what they're gonna do. Hula doesn't know what he's gonna that. do. Feige doesn't know what he's gonna do. There's still I think this is probably this may be the, probably the first time in a long time that's, where they they really don't know. They had no idea. Uh, whatever they were gonna what, do is now it's is, dead. It's done. Not only that, and I don't know if they had plans to insert Black Panther in any of these other stories. Right. That's also dead. Right. Or, I mean, I would think it's dead, since they said they're not going to recast. So, I don't know. I mean, it, it's it's a very a lot of unknowns going on right now in terms of Black Panther character. Well, I will say that I think it was a lock that they were going to recast when they came out with that graphic 
the Marvel Studios graphic on the Disney Plus app. When, uh, yeah, at that point, I was I was like, yeah, I mean, it'd be hard. Can't then just be like, yeah, but no, nah, this guy's playing. Now we're having, an, you know, there's another roadie now. You yeah, just put somebody yeah, else. You can't. Just uh, visually. I don't think they could do something like you that. Know, they would have had to not, I mean, I'm not saying that you had to scrub the character, you know, his character, yeah. but I don't think you'd be putting banners up all over the app and all over the movie, um, digitally adding stuff only to then recast. That would have been a weird decision. So, right. Um, yeah, yeah, no, I mean, in terms of what they will do, I don't know. You know it's way too early to even speculate at this point, because they didn't give us anything. We, they didn't even confirm the the one guy that, that was already been reported, um, the actor from Narcos Mexico. Um, yeah. So because of that, like, I think they have an idea. Like, I don't think they're, they're at this point, I think they have an idea, but I just think, don't think they feel like... Yeah, I think they're formulating ideas. Yeah, they're formulating stuff, and I think, you know, they're still signing contracts and finding and out. The, and, and the official word from Disney is uh, honoring Chadwick's legacy and portrayal of T'Challa, Marvel will not recast character, but will explore the world of Wakanda and the rich characters introduced in the first film. Mm. EJ, do you think we're going to get Namor in this movie still? That doesn't tell me you're getting Namor if you're talking about exploring the world of Wakanda. Yeah, I know. It's interesting. Now, I mean, who say Namor doesn't show up in their front lawn? You know, front. But to me, like. <laughs> I feel like we just saw that with Killmonger. Right. I mean, but I mean, right. But I guess to me. Another intruder. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't. I that to me, I, this statement to me doesn't read that you're going to be getting uh, someone like that. But who knows? I look. I've already. I, I've, I've. 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 I've planted my flag that I think they should introduce Storm in this in this movie. Um, I, I don't think T'Challa not being there is a reason to not include Storm. Um, some people may feel differently. Uh. But I always thought that the T'Challa Storm thing was going to be kind of awkward anyway, given Nakia's inclusion in the first one and Lupita and the promise as an actress. Uh, I don't know how that would have worked. So, you know, if you introduce a new male Black Panther or a new male lead um, who's not Michael B. Jordan or uh, maybe it is Michael B. Jordan, I don't know, or who's not um, obviously Chadwick Boseman, then, you know, you could introduce Storm. Uh, in that regard, or you know, the the, act, the lead could be Shuri, and you know, you could still have Storm in the movie. Uh, regardless, Storm would be an interesting character to have in this movie. Um, I don't know if they're gonna do it. Um, I don't know what they're gonna do. It, it just it, it all feels weird talking about like business, you know? Because I'm like in theory, I'm like, I mean, from a business standpoint, like you know, I mean, it would make sense, but you know, whatever's the best story should be there. Should be their priority at this point. It's very calcul- cold and calculating. I don't think Feige has that. Yeah, I don't think he even cares at this point. I mean, yeah. does, does Bob Cape care? I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But, but yeah, nah. Um, I mean, he can't get mad at them for this movie. I think regardless of what happened, unless it's just a complete total flop. Which I mean, I think the only yeah. way it is is if they just disrespect his memory, which I don't think they'll do. Yeah, people are gonna see it. People are gonna see this movie. Yeah, people are gonna see it. It's gonna. Be- I think that's a foregone conclusion. So, uh, do we think so? Last thing I want to ask on this what do you like? What would be the in story 
what do you think would be now that we've now that, you know we 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 all kind of were in the camp that they probably should recast. Um, that that's been the case. What's the in story way in which they don't recast? I said probably I said don't recast, but You're right. Yeah, um, I was gonna say I was like, yeah. We, um, <laughs> how do, so? What? How do they do this now? Now that they, yeah. This so is what? Yeah. Problem. What do we do? We just you know we just pretend he's on vacation. You know, like what do we? Um, uh, I I mean the way I don't. I, the way I've I've always thought that I don't know. I'll be honest. I mean, that's the tough I, part. The, Why the, they, I uh, always felt I always felt we were gonna have some kind of scene where he gets sent off somewhere, and we you know lost in space, lost in time, something like that, and that would be it. We won't know. We'll, we'll there was something they would then visit you know later on at some point. But I mean, if you're saying you're not recasting him then i mean i don't know i don't know what you do some look tough you know yeah. some people said you start the movie off that he, that he died something happened and the movie starts off and you're at a funeral or something. Man, i'm gonna say right now i would not mind that at all you know that seems i think, I think like, you have to you know that seems like that may be the leading candidate right now because um, some people may say, you know, some, I mean, something happened to him. You know, the you know. the easy the easy thing would be to have whoever the villain is beat him in a fight and kill him in the costume, but you don't see the face or whatever, and just that that be it. And then you still have the funeral and stuff still be emotional, but that'd be like the easy way to like show all oh, this is what happened in the movie. Some people may say it's kind of tacky. Because like, yeah, yeah it, I I just don't think you that you're not going to CGI I, the character. You said you're not going to recast, yeah. but. That's not Chadwick Boseman, and, and I don't think that honestly, I don't know if that's like that's not a hero's death. It's also kind of awkward. Yeah, because this you know Chadwick is a hero to a lot of people, and see him yeah. get beat, I don't right. think he could do that quickly. So yeah, yeah I mean, and yeah, look, so I mean, you can, tell good, you can tell good. I mean, like Mufasa from Lion King. I mean, that that I don't look at Mufasa and say, "Oh, look at this chunk." I know, you but know? that was like that was like 30, 40 minutes into the movie. I mean, it's 30, 40 minutes in the movie, of course. Yeah, we don't got that time with, with, with this movie. No, but I mean, like, we know the character at this point. Like, you know. I know, we, but is he not going to talk for 40 minutes? No, I'm not saying he's going to have 40 minutes. It could be the first scene. But I'm just saying, like, we know who Bozeman is. Or we know Black Panther is, rather. And so that it would have the same impact. Like, we're, 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 we're further along in T'Challa's story than we are in, you know, Mufasa's story. And we still we still had the feels for Mufasa, you know, and you could have him go out in a way that's similarly kind of epic and, you know, great. But I don't know. But then again, you know, it's still that 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 thing of whether or not it's tacky. Um, and uh, again, I, I mean, I, is there a chance that they that they tell a story where T'Challa gets sick? You know, is that a little too real? You know, is that a little too yeah. close to home? I, I, I honestly thought that that's what they might do. You know, that's all I was thinking too. Because yeah, I mean, how else do you have a clean death yeah. kind of thing where you know someone dies in the movie? I mean, it could just be an accident as well. Right. Some people may say, "Oh, that's tacky." I mean, it happens. Yeah, something could have terrible could have happened. Maybe some 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 vibranium sickness. I don't know. I mean, something. Right. Something could have happened. Right. That maybe just you know. So I mean, they can come up with something. Yeah. Um, I feel like that's how we're gonna. I feel like that's what we're gonna get. Yeah. Um, 
and it'll be a, it'll be a somber way to start the movie, but uh, you know it's gonna be a somber movie to start anyway. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be difficult for them to move forward. Good best of luck to uh, Ryan Coogler, who's writing the script and also directing the film. Um, if there's any, if there's anyone who could do this as honorably and as respectfully uh, as possible, I would think it's someone like Ryan. So that gives me a little hope with this, but it's definitely, definitely still a uh, sad situation nonetheless. Um, let's wrap the show talking about uh, staying a little, going a little away from the Disney um, Investor Day that, that we had and some news that we got uh, this this weekend, which was, uh, as I said, every week there always seems to be another you know blast in the past uh, that's rumored to be rejoining the Spider-Man franchise. And this week, the Illuminati claims that Willem Dafoe, who played Norman Osborn in the OG Spider-Man 1, and Thomas Hayden, uh, Thomas Hayden Church, uh, are set to reprise their roles as Green Goblin and Sandman. So that means that they that uh, they will be joining a cast of villains that already reportedly includes uh, Jamie Foxx, so that's not really for really, really he confirmed that, and um, as Electro, and Alfred Molina as Dr. Uh, Octopus. So I give this one to uh, Sham. What do, you, do one do you, do you buy these rumors that uh, Defoe and Church are now in the fold as well? And what do you think that means for this movie if they are? I one hundred percent buy the rumors. I mean, if Doc Ock's in the movie, anything at that point, anything anything can happen. Jamie Jamie Fox is in the movie. Doc Ock's in the movie. Anybody could be in this movie. Um, you know, the old Aunt May could be in the Well, is she still? Is she still? I mean, I hope nothing bad happened. Hey, Rosemary, yeah, yeah. she's still. She's still alive. Okay, good. Yeah. Uh, but the, 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 I didn't, I didn't want to She's like 98 or something like that. So yeah, she's she, not gonna yeah I was going to say, she was very old, you know, back in the day. Know. So I, I didn't want to disrespect anybody. But, um, yeah, she could be in this movie. Anybody could be in this movie. You know? Anybody could be in this movie. So I think Defoe. Being I think they movie, said Sandman is supposed to be in it as well. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's what I'm saying. saying. Yeah. Yeah. So anybody yeah. could be in this movie. So I 100% believe it. And I think it's a good, I think it's a good idea. I don't think they're all going to be in the movie for a very long time. Um, I think if Defoe's in the movie, then I think Molina may not be in the movie as much. It may be kind of a shared thing where they all kind of have a, all have a little bit of screen time. Or maybe not. I don't know. Um, because I thought Defoe was just as good, if not better, than Molina, uh, personally. Just as a villain or as a character in in the movie. Yeah, I think, I think he's the best. Yeah, those, are, those, are, those are definitely the two best Spider-Man villains in any movie ever. Those are yeah. the top two. Yeah, absolutely. I think in terms of acting, I probably would give Defoe the edge. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I mean, I I am totally on board with them being in the movie. I think it's a fantastic idea, and I can't wait. So, you know, when you do process of elimination, we've heard we've heard basically everybody. The only people we haven't heard are the, uh, the old uh, Venom homeboy. Yeah, we have heard. Yeah, we have heard. Topher, Topher Grace. Yeah, <laughs> we haven't heard uh, who did I just James, say? James Lister. Franco. And that's the one. That's the one I was going to say. We haven't heard yeah. James Franco. Right. And oh, that's crazy. the big one. That, again, if you're, you're working uh, my Endgame beating, Infinity Award beating movie, you can't do a Spider-Man movie like this and not have James Franco. But here's the thing, Kendall. Now, Franco... We we also heard Dane DeHaan. Yeah, I was gonna say, what about Dane DeHaan? You know, from the Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, he. We've heard about him potentially being in this movie too, right? Yeah, really? yeah, yeah. There's yeah, rumors about that as well. Well, there you now, go. But now the problem with Franco, though, and while he's a huge star, obviously, 
he has some allegations out there. And does Marvel want to bring him back into the fold, given those allegations? It's something that just has to be it has to be said. Yeah, I mean. If, you, if you're talking about Dave Franco, like you, it's it, unavoidable that that's part of the conversation. I don't think they do. I don't think I don't think he's gonna be in this movie. Work status, like if he has he has he been like has he been in anything recently or one of those. I mean, he's been like, doing. No. I feel like he's been doing stuff, but every time he does anything, people are like, "Remember these allegations," and it's like he's never doing anything big enough to where it's like massive and everybody's always talking about it, but. I remember when he, he was up for the Golden Globe, it was a huge part of the conversation in 2017. And, I, I mean, again... I, yeah, I mean, it's something you have to think about. Um, you know, again, I, you know, I mean, Disney uh, has certainly not <laughs> been shy about bringing people with controversy and, you know, and finding ways to get around it. I mean... You know, we were doing a Hawkeye movie. <laughs> yeah, we were I so I, I don't know. But I guess but, the question for me is: Is it worth all the goodwill you have with the Spider Man? Is it worth bringing him in? Cause I think. I mean, because to I'll, me, I'll, I'll, I, you can you can do it. I think you can do it without him. You probably could. I, I don't good. think you maximize. I don't think you maximize it, but you, I mean, you can do it. It'll make money. I don't know if you're making that much more money if you put him in. Um, but, but like for me, I, I like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known, you know, unless somebody brought it up, you know, like that's one of the things if I would have saw the movie, I would have just been, I would have just been bugging out that James Franco's Harry Osborne is in the movie. Um, I think I, my guess is that would be, that would be most people that see the movie. Um, hmm. but I don't know. Um, but that's the version I think of, but regardless, the Willem Dafoe thing is crazy, but what were you saying? Yeah, no, I was gonna say, um, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I definitely think they don't need James Franco, um, because I, I hadn't even thought of him until you brought him up. So yeah, I, I hadn't thought of him. That's not something where I'll be sitting in a theater, you know, with my arms folded, like, yeah. you know, why, where is James Franco? Again, man, process of you elimination. Know? Eventually, you're gonna think, wow, they have everybody except James Franco. If they had the other Harry Osborne, then maybe, um, then maybe I'd be like, oh, I kind of like James Franco as Harry better. That was what would be in my mind. But, but the, so here's a here's a but here's one of the elephants in the room, guys. Uh, Church and Defoe's characters died. So yeah, is there so gonna be Doc a Ock. time? And so did Doc Ock. So is there? Oh wait, did he? I didn't even remember that. Yeah, he, he died. Got, he got yeah, he got electrocuted and all that. And he, he fell in the water with his arms and whatnot. Yeah, he no, died. I, yeah, he died. So like. Is there going to be a time travel element to this? Is there going to be a, or are, are these guys just the 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 Sandman and Doc Ock people in this universe? Like you know, like is there is William is Norman Osborn out there and he's William Defoe? We just didn't know. Like that would like, be nuts. Because um, those all these characters, you no, know, that was when you know superhero movies were really dumb and they didn't think about the future and they just killed every villain. <laughs> Besides, you know, Ian McKellen's only, uh, sorry, Ian McKellen's only villain in that time period that didn't get killed, but uh, you know, killed off Penguin and Batman Returns, killed off, uh, you know, he's obviously, you know, Norman Osborn, like just they just killed everybody off. They didn't like have that idea, like, look, yo, you may want to do more movies, maybe don't kill these people, and 
that's the one thing I have about this is that like they're bringing all these characters back, but some of them are dead. So how are they gonna bring them back to life? There's rumors Gwen Stacy, you know Emma Stone returning. So she's there, dead. Is, is, so what are they doing? This is Mysterio. That would be well, quite the, uh, well. So here's the thing: the Mandarin esque. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Be some, so, here's a, so here's the thing: there are there today. There's reports yeah. that a body double for Jason Jake Gyllenhaal was on set. Yeah, some guy. I saw the guy. I was like, look, I don't even look like Jake Gyllenhaal, but I don't know. Maybe it's. Maybe so, it's I I can't tell the guys from forty feet away. <laughs> that's yeah, what they're telling. That's the problem. Isn't that that's what they're the telling me it is, but I don't know. <laughs> and if you have a body double, does that mean that Jake Gyllenhaal is gonna play a big role in the movie? I don't know. So, but yeah, I mean, is this a Mysterio concoction? I mean, again, we talk about a massive bait and switch. If we find out in the third act, oh, yeah, Mysterio's been behind all these things, it wouldn't make any sense. Because I'm like, wait, how does he know about any of this? What's, I don't know. But regardless, that would, uh, it would explain why all this is happening. Hmm. It just, again, wouldn't make any sense. I mean, yeah. you have to make it make sense. You know, it doesn't make sense how you how you put it out. But if, right. if you could write it in a way... That like how Mysterio does make know about all these different characters. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. That he, I mean, he, he he talked about the multiverse, and we knew that was Croc before, but maybe he somehow finds a way to understand that it's actually not. I someone's mean, yeah. someone's able to show him the light that there actually is a multiverse, and here are the, the characters and, and the people that resemble this universe that you live in. And right. to me, you know, if I'm really, if I'm, you know, if I'm storyboarding this, it's like, okay, well, someone... A Madam Web, a Beyonder, someone gives him the information. Maybe it's Baron Mordo. Maybe it's Baron Mordo. Gives him the information needed to take out Spider Man, saying these are the people that have given Spider Man his greatest fights over the course of the century. What if we put all six of them together and made them fight him now? Mm. And maybe it's then up to Strange to be like, well, crap, I, you know. I gotta get other Spider-Man in order to beat these guys, get Peter a chance, and like that to me is how you have to write that story. Yep. Is it good? Does it work? I don't know, but that has to be the story. If, if that, yeah, if, I, if I, that's I, what you were doing, yeah, and you're saying Mysterio's and hollow behind all this. I mean, if 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 they if, if they market this as anything like as anything like a, a a crossover, we need the actual people. We can't have. I think so too. Of, you know, fake. Thing. That that would that would that, that would be met with instant massive backlash, and it may not be a fake. It doesn't have to be a fake. Now, what do you mean? In my concept, Mysterio. Well, I'm just saying, like, I guess if. Well, I, I guess it, it could be a fake. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, guess, you you were suggesting it would be fake because these characters are dead. Because that, that that was my question: was how are these characters alive? Like like you said, I mean, if it's a time situation, then. You're just pulling them out of the universe. It'd be very. But then, I mean, you, you, don't need, you don't need Mysterio for that. You could do that with anybody. Yeah, exactly. If they're there, I'm good. If they're Mysterio mirages, I'm not. And I think that I think a lot of people are going to feel the same way. No, I think I think that these are going to be. So here's what I'm here's what I'll say. I I'm going to low key kind of hold back some of my excitement and. I'm not going to just jump out the window and say, oh, we're just going to get some crazy... We're going to get a crazy movie, but some of these people we have signing on, these might not be people that are in the movie for the whole movie. Because, again, they're filming now. Oh, yeah. Like, 
like I, I just feel like you know we're all getting really excited and everybody's going crazy they're like how are they gonna do this and it's like I think everybody needs to calm down a little bit so, I don't yeah. I don't think it's gonna be as crazy as people are now like because right now the internet's going crazy about what this is gonna be and I don't think it's gonna be like that. last week that said like oh yeah like these villains like these are they're gonna be in cameos like they're not gonna be right yeah throughout the I, movie I, now they did say that Daredevil is supposed to be in the movie just as much as I think this might have been Clyder. They said that Daredevil will be featured prominently and just as much as the other two Spider-Men. Which I was like, okay. That's nuts. Makes me think that the first act in the movie might be a Daredevil-centric story. About, you know, the whole him being a fugitive situation and Daredevil has to get him out of that. And then we move past that and then the third act is him and the other Spider-Man. Right. But um, that's what that would tell me. And the second act is maybe bridging the gap between the first and the second. Because um, that's going to be the problem, is that they, you know, this movie, it, it, this is, to me, you know, I know I before this was happening, I kept saying that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness was the most intriguing movie, interesting movie coming out uh, of all these movies from Marvel and DC. I mean, Spider-Man to me has clearly knocked that out of the equation because of this. But that is going to be the biggest question with this film is, you know, these Spider-Man movies have been pretty grounded and the last movie made a extremely bold move with putting Peter in a particularly compromising position that is very much going to affect every aspect of his life. Do you, like, you know, poo-poo that very quickly and then move into this multiverse stuff? Or... Or is there a balance that could be struck where you do make that a true issue he has to deal with in this next movie, but that this other stuff doesn't feel shoehorned? Because that's going to be the big question to me, is this is getting so crazy. I just need to figure out how they're going to do that aspect of it. Right now, I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Because, because to me, like, you know, Revealing that Peter Parker is Spider-Man and the whole city and the world knows. That's just not something that should be wrapped up in 15 minutes. It shouldn't. I'm not saying it will. It, it could. I mean, any writer decision, you know, writer director could make that decision. But that to me just felt like something very massive. And I guess the one of the things I'm worried about with all these castings and all these people are trying to get back is, is, you know, at what point does that kind of get lost? Because, you know, I think, I don't know if Kendall mentioned it on the last show or if he uh, was asking it off air, but, you know, Emma Stone recently dropped out of a, a project. And, you know, that question was, is, is it because it's Spider-Man? Because, you know, a timing conflict? I thought there was no way. But I don't know. <laughs> you know, now, you know, hearing that Gwen is in the movie, right at, a little shortly after that news dropped that she was leaving that project, it makes you wonder. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I have my, I have, I have questions. I think, I think a lot of people are going to be in this movie. I think everybody's going to be in this movie. Um, and I think your theory about how this is what Sony's had all along is probably accurate. Yeah, because that, none that of I'm one hundred percent about the rest of the MCU beyond the the, the Doctor Strange stuff and maybe we'll get some Daredevil stuff. Like this, easily could have been done without Marvel's help. Yeah, um, you could have easily made Madame Web Doctor Strange. Yep, and, and to be honest, I think that's what they w- would have done. 
Yep, and they would they would have made a Madden Web movie just so they could do this. And yes, exactly. It would have it would have been worth. It. You would have made <laughs> yeah, how much money? Yeah. I mean, they're gonna make ridiculous amounts of money. I mean, obviously pandemics and stuff, but like, I mean, it's gonna be the biggest movie of the year next year, maybe. It's coming Since, out in yeah. December. I mean, it's probably the biggest movie of the year next year. Probably. Yeah, I agree. That or Space Jam. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, okay. so, uh, so yeah, no. I mean, a Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Mortal Kombat will give us a run. We'll give it a run for its money, of course. <laughs> um, yeah, this is gonna be huge. Uh, not surprised we didn't get anything from this movie at uh, D- Disney Fandom. Uh, no way, Sony. Sony was not letting Disney do that. Yeah, they're like, don't touch that movie. That's us. Yeah. Um. Because when do we? When the question becomes, when do we get anything of note from this movie? Like, there's so much. Morbius come out. There's so. I didn't think about Morbius. <laughs> there's so, but there's so much. I don't. Even, I think calling it smoke at this point is almost like not fair. Like this is like smolder. There's like fire, fire everywhere, and we're getting zero from. Sony and Marvel about this film. We don't know the title. We don't know why they're shooting in Atlanta. The last stuff we don't know. We don't know who's in the. We know there that we appears there are a lot of people in the movie that were from the past. We don't know why they're in the movie. We surmise what we surmise is a Spider Verse deal, but how they're going to execute it, we don't know. Um. It's just crazy because there's so much. You no, know, we, you know, we just saw a Disney, you know, Investor Day presentation where we learned about projects that come out after Spider Man, and we know more than what we know about this Spider Man movie that's supposed to come out. Yeah, intentionally secretive because we know they have next year. In their hand. Um, I mean, I know it's just it's just as a, the fan in me, just like this is like really hard. Usually, I'm pretty patient, but this is like really hard because every day you're coming out with other crazy rumors and it's just like yo what's real and what's the not the only other people we haven't heard Shamari mentioned it one of them is Morbius I haven't heard any connections to Morbius mm-hmm. and Tom, Tom Hardy yeah and Venom yeah we didn't even hear about Venom Vulture obviously is also going to be in Morbius Morbius you don't know what uh, well no well yes but I was going <laughs> to say he's also going to be in The Flash so I, I don't know if that's going to be a conflict at all I don't know what that, what's the deal with that, but, um, but I mean Tom Hardy got to imagine you know if they really wanted him to be in the movie they could get him in the movie, and I mean he's the biggest he's the biggest guy they've got at this point outside of Holland. All these people they're bringing back aren't as big. I mean besides McGuire, aren't as big as Hardy. We also haven't talked about Craven, who we know is been talked about in the past. Craven's been discussed. I don't think we're seeing Craven. I don't think we're getting any. I don't think we are at this point, given all the people yeah, that they stuff going on. It'd be like a waste of time. Yeah, he'd yeah. just be buried under all. Yeah, this. but I don't need right. to be introducing anybody. Yeah, he'd be buried under all this, all this craziness. Unless it's a villain that is like literally pulling the strings, like some sort of like right. You know, they'd have to have a major puppet reason. master. They'd have to have a major. Influence on whatever's going on with all this multiverse stuff, right? A Mitted Spicklick type of character that's just like going back and forth, right? That's why we say Mysterio makes sense for that because we don't even you don't need to introduce him, we already know who he is, 
So, all right. There's that. Well, it's it's uh, this is becoming a very very fun project to follow. Um, I I just I just need to see it at this point. I just feel like we've uh, <laughs> we've uh, heard all the rumors, heard everything. It's like man, I, at this point, I just want to watch whatever they got, or at least get some kind of footage or, or something, because for a, a, a prequel that you know put us in a certain direction again regarding the the name reveal the, the identity reveal and things like that it just feels like what they're working on is so off the reservation that i'm so fascinated by how they're going to possibly connect to if they're going to even try and if they don't try is that going to end up being a mistake and if they do try will that end up being a mistake because is is that is that too much of an ask to 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 make this movie part him trying to protect his identity and then also fighting some villain from 20 years ago like i mean it's a those are legitimate questions and we don't have those answers yet but i'm hoping we get them soon because this is uh again this to me is now becoming by far the most interesting superhero project that's being produced right now so um that's uh, i think that's where i think we're gonna leave it for this week so um, I want to thank you guys so much for checking out this version or this episode of the New Generation Hero Talk Podcast. Of course, you can catch all of our shows on New Generation Podcast Network. You can find us on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, uh, and TuneIn. I think that's all of them. Um, Spotify also. I know I was missing one. Uh, make sure you also catch us on social media. You can find us on Twitter, New Generation Pod, on Instagram, New Generation Podcast, and on uh, Facebook, New Generation Media. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, New Generation Media. You can find us also on social media individually. You can find Shamari on M- uh, at MCSham22 on Snapchat and Instagram. You can find Kendall on Twitter at MJetKen. And you can find me on Twitter, EJ underscore Stewart, and on Instagram, Action EJ. Thank you guys once again for listening in. I'm Kendall, I'm EJ, and Shamari, I'm EJ. Take it easy, guys. Peace.